Welcome everyone. Here we are. This is Father Son Galaxy. I am Kerwin. This is Keith. Yes, we are back on our Wednesday live stream. Even though Star Wars may be over for the year, maybe. We still got more. Yeah. You know, our, the last few seconds when we saw Thrawn in the season finale, he and the Great Mothers were heading towards Dathomir, right? Well, we're going to talk about Dathomir. It's a very, very popular planet. It's not the kind of place you want to be. I would not go on a vacation there at Dathomir. That, you know, I would avoid all that. Uh, so we're going to get in and talk about the inhabitants, you know, the the, 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 the characters from Dathomir and their importance in the Star Wars lore. And then uh, we'll talk about Emperor Palpatine's connection to the planet. All right. So can't wait to talk about it. Let's get into it. So thank you, everyone. Uh, if you join us for the first time, thank you. Please, hopefully you'll stay until the very end. Like and subscribe to our channel if you have not done that already. For those of you who have been here before, welcome back. Let's go. Ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, let's. we're going to start with Dathomir. So, what is it about Dathomir? Where is it? Where is it located? It is a planet in the Outer Rim in the Quayle sector, um, illuminated by a red sun with a forest and swamp terrain. Hundreds of years before the Clone Wars, Dathomir was inhabited by a species called the Frompath. All right. And they were forced off the planet by the Night Sisters, a group of witches who then took over Dathomir. So they're not native to Dathomir? Well, at the beginning, no. It seems like they're from Prath. I don't have too much information about who or what they were, but they were kind of pushed out of the planet, and then the Night Sisters, <gasps> the Night Sisters took over. All right? Okay. Mother Talson. Let's talk about Mother... You can't talk about the Night Sisters without talking about Mother Talson. All right, so... Talzin was born on Dathomir and soon became, soon became the leader of the Night Sisters and the Night Brothers. So there is also actually a male group. Yeah, there's a faction of Night Brothers. Right, right. And how it works. So the, if you're from Dathomir, you're considered a Dathomirian, right? Uh, but the male Dathomirians have a subspecies called... Dathomirian Zabrak. Yes, Zabrak. Yes, yes. There's subspecies called Zabrak. Dathomir's well, it depends on if you're born on Dathomir or not. There, for some reason, there's a subspecies of Dathomiria, which is also a subspecies of Zabrak. So it's Dathomiria and Zabrak because they have the uh, herds. Yes. Okay. All right. So, you know, you have the, the, the male and the female. They're living on the planet. Okay. Uh, so Talzin, you know, has four sensibilities. She has force powers and um, it's not used the way you would see a Sith or a Jedi would use it. She deals with dark magic, okay? And we saw that with the Great Mothers in the Ahsoka series, right? Uh, she is so powerful. <coughs> Let me tell you how powerful she is. I mean, she's, you know, again, you know, got these force powers and she uses her magic and, you know, she can, you know, you know, create... Um, create using her dark magic. She can change things. It was so popular to Emperor Palpatine. So Palpatine, we know, is a student of dark magic. That's uh, of, of the dark side, period, right? He is force sensitive, obviously, and he has learned uh, from a very young age about the force powers and, and the Sith and the, the, the dark side of the force. You know, that was something he was into, 
So when he heard about Mother Talzin, he became intrigued with what she could do. So he actually went and visited Mother Talzin on Dathomir and wanted to understand more about her powers. And he was so impressed with her, he made her a promise that he was going to make her his apprentice one day, right? And Talzin was very excited about the, the idea of that happening. But instead, you know, you know, Palpatine being Palpatine, instead of taking on Talzin as an apprentice, he stole her son. All right. Yes. Talzin birthed a son named Maul. All right. She is his birth mother. Palpatine steals Maul from her to raise him as his apprentice. That's almost comically hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that and that was that would be something that Sidious would do. All right. He's like, I will partner with you. You will be my apprentice. Right. And then immediately kidnaps his her son. Yes. And then decides, I will train the boy. Okay. All right. So you know. So I would expect that any mother who had their child kidnapped would want revenge. You know, she knows exactly who did it. Um, and she has been going after Palpatine for a very long time. Two wow, of them that's crazy. Don't get along. Yeah, they, they don't get along. And we'll see as the story goes along, there is just bad blood between the two of them. All right. So now Darth Maul. Let's talk about Maul. All right. His rise to becoming the Emperor's Apprentice. Now, of course, Maul, we were introduced to this character in 1999, all right? Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Um, there is a very interesting YouTube video. You could find it anywhere. It's called The Mythology of Star Wars. Wonderful interview that George Lucas um, is being interviewed by Bill Moore, Moyer. He is a PBS news reporter. I, this was right around the time when The Phantom Menace came out, and there was a question about why did George create Darth Maul, all right? And what George Lucas said that he wanted uh, he wanted to create someone that competed with Darth Vader, right, as far as evil. You know, he, he wanted to build another icon of evil. He needed Maul to evoke <coughs> fear in people. Um, so I have a question for you. Now, what you've seen... The Phantom Menace more than once. I don't remember how old you were when you first saw it, but Probably when about four or five, four or five. Okay, when you first saw Darth Maul, were you scared? Do you recall? Not really. He had his hood on most yeah. of the time, so I never really saw his face. That's a good point. I right. thought he was cool though. Yeah, I yeah he 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 looked he looked like he didn't look like any character that we have seen up to that point because mostly they were human, right? Right. Like, except for a few scenes in, like, the Cantina and the Ewoks, we'd really never seen any uh, alien characters. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And the Sailbards. That's a good point, right, yeah. <gasps> it's, you know, it's just very interesting. I mean, the tattoos on his face and, you know, the, the, the red, you know, the red just represents power and aggression. And you're right, he had the dark hood that he wore most of the time. But he was just absolutely, <laughs> Keith, are you listening to me? <laughs> All right. So. Um, hello there. Hello there. Thank you. Wikipedia is here. All right. Hello Thank you there. so much. All right. I have some ideas for you. You do? Okay. All right. Let's 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 save it to the end. All right. So 
And this is the first time, as far as I remember, we've seen a character wield a double-bladed lightsaber, right? He was so cool. And we could not wait to see that scene where that battle on Naboo take pl- took place between Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. I mean, you saw it in the clips, you saw it in the previews, you heard the music, the duel of the fates, and you just wanted to see how this was going to go down. And that did not disappoint. I mean, to me, that was probably the the, the best part of the film. You know, this, this battle between the three, mm-hmm. uh, the three gentlemen. So yeah, so we see that he's very skilled and he's quick. Um, yeah, I mean, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan had a very hard time keeping up with him. And we know what happened uh, with Qui-Gon. He actually, you know, got the saber and he went down. Yeah. And for the first and last time in all of Star Wars, (laughs) somebody actually perished from getting stabbed with a lightsaber. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Times have changed. I, you know, I don't know exactly why or how, but yes. Well, like, I feel like in the Clone Wars, up until like Disney Plus streaming, if somebody, if somebody received the blade, you know, if somebody got shanked with a lightsaber, we didn't have to question if they were alive or yeah, not. Yeah, that was painful. Like, I don't understand what happened anymore, but all of a sudden people are just like, I'm alive. Yeah, exactly. Right, Jordan, very good point. As soon as the second saber ignited, that's right, because you only saw, you know, he had the, the he held the stick right in the middle. And then you saw one side of the saber ignite, and then the other side was like, whoa, what is this? And Lego was, made fun of that because Obi-Wan had a line where he's like, that's an old way to hold a lightsaber. Oh, really? And then the other blade comes out, and he's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was awesome. And then yeah. Obi-Wan cut his legs off, and Maul's like, you can't catch me. You can't catch me. Oh, my legs are running away from me. Oh, what? Oh, ouch. Okay. Yeah, you know, I like the joke that you told before where... Obi-Wan gave Maul the, the half-off deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same deal Captain Carter got from Wanda. Yeah, right. I remember that. Yes, right. We're not going to talk about that movie, are we? Okay. No, you're not. Let's stick to Star Wars. Okay. Yeah, so we you know, we know what happens. And by the way, this is a spoiler review. I hope everyone who's watching or listening have already seen um, the Phantom Menace and everything else that we're going to talk about. He fell out of the reactor shaft. And yeah. By the way, that was a revival that actually worked for me. Like, it was believable because his rage and his hate kept him alive, you know. All that anger fueled him to stay alive. And then his lightsaber was just helping him channel all that anger. Once Obi-Wan destroyed that lightsaber, he crumpled and became one with the spice. Yes, that's true. Right, you, that's pretty much what happens. Now let's 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 stop and talk about this a little bit. But you have a good point. I'm not usually a fan of seeing a character. You think a character is gone, that they should be gone. Um, you know, I'm not a fan of them coming back. Although you know, I'm being hypocritical because when Luke died, you know, I wanted him to come back. But anyway, so I yeah, thought that was all- the. That was a absolute worst decision, I think, Star Wars is made. Yeah, well, okay. Like, it I'm depends saying, on who you talk to. Okay. I'm not saying that getting rid of legacy characters yeah. was a bad thing, but they are literally icons of the original trilogy, yeah. and the ghosts of Star Wars past is what you made them into. So, yeah. So, Maul just. I don't appreciate that. 
it's 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 cool. I don't appreciate Han or Leia or dying. I don't I don't appreciate that. Maul left such an impression on the fans that I don't think we were unhappy seeing him return. I, I think we were a little shocked that you know well, how can somebody survive being cut in half? And they explained it well, right? But it is Star Wars, and you have a very good point that he was so angry that he felt. There was so much more for him to do. He needed to go after Kenobi. That was his his primary goal. And you're right, that anger just fueled in him. So it turns out that uh, heading back to Dathomir, Maul has a brother. Oh, by the way, in the Clone Wars, there's a whole lot of people receiving the saber. Um, Explain. Like, a lot of people get get shanked, especially by Darth Maul. I mean, it, it happens quite a lot Uh-oh. in the Clone Wars. Okay. And then the Grand Inquisitor, he received the saber, and then we're all like, are they erasing canon now? And then he comes back, and I'm just like... Okay, Keith, well, we had this conversation before. You're talking about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Right? Yeah. Okay. I, my brain just said loading. No, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So Darth Maul or Maul now has a brother, right? That we He's no longer Darth because Right. He lost ab- his he lost his title. Yeah, in as his long, absence, Sidious as, as well as his to, legs, he he lost his title. Yeah, all in right. his absence, Sidious decided to pick up another Padawan. Right. And that was Dooku. Right. Because so, Sidious thought like everybody else that, okay, well, Maul didn't survive that. He's, he's gone. Like, well, All right. Let me dead, just find so another apprentice. Find another Who's apprentice. next? Dooku. Let's do this. Okay. But anyway, so Maul comes back. All right. Maul has a brother. All right. Savage. Oppress. Oppress. Okay. So back on Dathomir, Mother Talzin apparently knew that. Maul was still alive, and she tells her son. Well, uh, she she tells uh, Savage Press. I'm assuming that they're blood brothers. I'm not quite sure. Well, or let's just call them brothers for now because we'll call they call them themselves brothers. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, you know, and uh, you know, Savage Press is is a part of the Knight Brothers. So, um, so she tells Talls and tells Oppress to go get your brother. He is on a planet called Lothal Minor. Not Lothal. Lothal. Yeah, Lothal, Lothal Minor. So it's actually, I, I was surprised. I thought maybe it was like a moon of Lothal, but that I read. It's, it's, it has nothing to do with Lothal, not right? A-L. Yeah, Lothal Minor. Lothal? Lothal? <laughs> yeah, so it's a junk, Lothal Minor. It's a junkyard planet. Yeah, right. And Maul has basically gone insane there. He managed to craft himself a uh, spider legs. Yes, but that was creepy. He's uh, he's really not in his right mind no, anymore. He's lost his mind. I mean, literally lost his mind. I mean, he's his mum- mind went down the reactor shaft with his legs. <laughs> he's, he's he's mumbling. He's angry, and you know, and and and, and uh, oppressed is looking at him, and he can't believe this is my brother. Hey, I'd be angry too. Yeah, I mean, he was. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, he has a lot to be angry about. So what Oppress does is take Maul back to Dathomir, back to Mother Talzin, and with her magic, her dark magic, 
she restores his legs or gives him new legs. Metallic right? legs. Metallic legs, right? Not the, the final version of his legs, but gives him legs to, to, to stand on, to walk on, and she restores his memory. Pretty cool. Right? So he's no longer a babbling, bumbling. Right. But he's still angry. He's no longer a babbling public bozo. Right. Now he makes sense. He is really after revenge. All right. And the first thing he does, of course, is look for Kenobi. Kenobi. I mean, he. Yeah, he has a really bad habit of just yelling the word Kenobi over and over. Yes. He's always shouting Kenobi. Yeah. And there has been times when Maul was close to getting Kenobi, but Kenobi just seemed to escape. Uh, so that didn't work out. Now, uh, right. So now, you know, Darth Maul needed to do something else. He has to kept, keep busy doing something. All right. Um, when the Emperor found out that Maul may have been alive or heard that he was alive, Maul was actually trying to maybe have a conversation with the Emperor. And he felt that, well, you know, you didn't, you know, he wanted to be back in the Emperor's graces. He wanted to be your apprentice again. Yeah, you wanted to have a nice chat. Yeah. And uh, Sidious had other blades. Yeah. So, you know, Sidious wasn't having it. Um, uh, and, you know, there was a, 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 a an epic battle um, that yeah. took place between uh, the Emperor, um, Savage Press, brother, and Maul. Now, by the way, now after, shortly after Maul got his legs restored and he was back to normal, he decided, okay, well, if he wasn't going to be the emperor's apprentice, he was going to make himself a Sith master, right? And he was going to appoint Savage Press to be his apprentice. So the two of them are going around and they're wrecking havoc and, you know, they're claiming to be, you know, there's, you know, we know with the Sith, there's always two, that they are the two. It's not, it's not Sidious and, and, and um, Darth Tyrannus, you know. It's Maul and Oppress. Nobody calls him Darth yeah, That's true, Everybody right. calls him Count Dooku. Count Dooku, yeah. It just rolls off the tongue more. I agree. I agree. You have, yeah, sometimes, yeah, you just have to remember. Called I know him, he has a Darth name. But, Dude you know. called him a dinosaur. like <laughs> Tyrannus Rex, right? Yeah, or Dooku. You know, like that's a very interesting yeah, name. Yeah, you could also call him Darth Dooku. Darth Dooku. But I like Count Dooku. <laughs> or just Dooku. Or Count Chocolate. Yeah, anyway. Oh, 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 I want your chocolate. They, <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. He's a count. So we, we know about. One, two, three, four. He's a count. There you go. Very good, Keith. All right. Remember so, Count Von Sesame? Yes. Count, Sesame count Von Count. I don't care. He's Count Von Count to me. Yeah. He's Count, he's count Von Count, but he should be Count Von Sesame. Okay. Because he's on Sesame Street. Right, I get you, and right. Wait, it's Count Von Count. And he used to be like, one, two, three, four. <laughs> All right. Okay. So now, okay, so Maul is going around claiming that he is the Sith Master and he has his own apprentice. Well, Emperor Palpatine says, well, I'm going to put a stop to this. And, you know, you're, you know, you're, you know, you're causing trouble around here. And I know you used to be my apprentice, but I'm going to have to put you back in your place. And he cornered the, the two of them. Um, unfortunately, oppressed lost his life uh, his during the battle. Magic. Yeah, you know the emperor took him out. Blood and, soul exhaled through his body. Yeah, and and tortured Maul. Um, and I mean, like really, you know, 
he was at a point where we didn't even know we didn't know if Maul was even going to make it, but he did. I mean, suppose just went. Yeah, yeah, and so Maul did survive. And hey, you know what else can Maul do? He wants power, so he's going to have to try to gain power someplace else. So he creates the Shadow Collective. All right, so he moves on to the Shadow Collective. Now, who are the Shadow Collective? Well, they're made up of criminal organizations like the Pikes. Uh, Black Sun. The Huts, I think. Uh, I think the Huts might have been a part of the Shadow Collective. Um, but Basically, it's all of the shady crime bosses yes. in uh, the Outer Rim combined into one. Yes, exactly. And Death Watch. All right? Yes. Death Watch. Yes, Mandalorian. So and the- by the way, uh, Maul actually becomes the leader of Death Watch for a short time. Yes. All right. So let's talk about that. How, how does that happen? So now, so the Death Watch, are, you know, let's explain who they are. They are a militant group, a uh, part of the Mandalorians, who is about war. You know, they love to fight. They believe that, you know, Mandalorians are trained to fight. They they, you know, that's that's their culture of, of battles and fights. And they are a part of a leadership that doesn't want that. They want, you know, the, the leader of Mandalore, uh, Satine uh, cries, Satine cries, is a pacifist. She wants nothing to do with war. And Satine cries a lot. Yes, she does. Well, it, well, you know, these people that are not listening to her and making her cry. I mean, so she, they don't want to follow her. They think Duchess she's... Duchess Satine Grease, sister of Bo-Katan Grease. Right. So it's not cries, it's Grease? Oh, it honestly uh, depends. It's like Namor. Nobody in Wakanda Namor. forever can pronounce Namor yeah. the same throughout it. It's like Namor, Namor, Namore. Okay. Namor. <laughs> so I'll say Grease. All right, Satine Grease. Um, say cries. <laughs> so then... The Death Watch wants to overthrow their own government, all right? And they succeed with Maul's help. You know, they find Maul. Um, you know, we're talking about his legs that were given to him by Mother Talzin. They actually enhanced it and, you know, made his legs a, a, a lot better. You know, they had their own technology. And they asked Maul to help them you know overthrow what? Mandalore. They should Can you imagine? Been, they should Why put, Maul? should have put rocket boosters in his legs. That would have been cool. I mean, then Maul could fly because the Mandalorians have jetpacks. That's true. And Maul never really seems to have a shirt on, so I'm yeah. not sure he's going to wear a jetpack. Well, okay, that's a good question I was about to ask. Well, why didn't he just give him a jetpack? But, you know, I guess. Also, I'm sure those metal legs are kind of heavy for a jetpack, so why not put rocket boosters in the legs? Good point. Okay. All right. So, for some reason, they ask Maul to. To, to help them to overtake the government. Now, the leader at the time of Death Watch is Pre Vizsla, all right? So we know about the lineage of the Vizsla family, right? Yeah, Pre Vizsla happens to be the current wielder of the Darksaber. Right. I know this by heart. Mm-hmm. Maul actually challenges Pre Vizsla to a duel to lead Death Watch. Yes, right. And he actually wins, takes him down in a fight, and grabs the Darksaber for himself. Yeah. How, how cruel, right? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. So there's a Lego mini figure of that actually. They even gave him a custom legs, and both his double bladed blade and his black blade. 
Yeah. It's in my Lego book. I could go grab it after. The, I'm not sure if I even still have it, but I love that book. It's the Lego Star Wars character encyclopedia updated and expanded. The one with the white Boba Fett minifigure in it that used to be from concept art back in 2016. I actually used to have it. They also added it as a DLC to the Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens game back in like 2015 or 2016. So it's there too. I actually unlocked that. It used to be like $7 and we bought it. Can't even go on tangents on my own podcast. No, that's fine. No, you, you are you done? No. Uh, no, okay. I mean, you're talking about your Lego. But, okay. Anyway, let's Look. go. Yo, Yoshi Vu. Oh, wow. That the Yoshi. man is here. Yoshi. He's back. You seem like quite a fan. Yes, Yoshi. He's back. Yeah. Back again. Thank you so much for being on the show, New Yoshi. New member of the Council of Goats Appointed. <laughs> Yoshi's a great friend of the of the podcast, so thank you so much. You wow. know, let's throw Wikipedia in there. Yes. The Council yes, okay. of Goats. Yeah, you know, we, we got three we, members of the Council of Goats. We have uh, some of the greatest people watching us right now, and and you know, we're very the greatest very, of all time. Yes, it's very hard to you know stay focused. You know, we're looking at who's coming into the chat, and like it's, this is incredible. So. Yoshi, thank you so much. It's a, it's a true honor to have you here. Um, so, yeah, getting back to what you talked about with Mandalore. Star uh, Wars wish me a happy birthday. I'm just thinking about that. Happy times. That was last year. Yes. Okay. So That's Man- going to be this year, too. So now, not only. All right. So even before Maul Wishful challenged Pre Vizsla for the leadership, right? The Darksaber. What happened to Satine? Remember, she was actually oh, yeah. assassinated, uh, right? Maul decided. Yeah. Shanked. So. Right. So, the, I, so <laughs> I mean, did not make it for. I mean, imagine, you know, like what he, the carnage that he is causing wherever he goes. By the way, goes. she she cared about Obi Wan. Yes, that's right, and I think that was part of the reason why he, you know, and Maul decided used you her. cause me pain, so I'll cause you pain. Yes, exactly, exactly. Very vindictive. Um, you know, he's been after Obi-Wan for a number of years and he, you know, found someone It would have who, been 10 years by then because Phantom Menace would have been like, uh, what, 32? Yeah. So he found someone that, that Obi-Wan truly cared for and he decided, okay, well, she's a victim, you know, and unfortunately she's gone. Now, I, you know, I was about to say, you know, Maul is not the type of character who you can see as redeemable. You know, we have some characters in Star Wars, like they start off bad and then they turn good. Or vice versa. They were good and and then they turned bad? Skywalker. Which one? Technically he was good and then he was bad and then he was good. Anakin. No, Anakin. Okay, I got you. Right. That's a good point. Right. Anakin. Yes. Um, I never had got the impression from Maul that he was ever going to redeem himself, that he was going to be good. There's just no way. I mean, if you look at him, I mean, he's so intimidating. He's so scary looking. You know, like, there's no way that he can, you know, one day turn and, you know, just turn into this uh, a hero instead of a villain. So that's what makes him a great villain. All right, so getting back to that. Yeah, so, great villains don't have to be redeemed to be great. That's true, right. You can just stay a villain, you know, from the end of time and i like having know. villains who stay villains like loki some i loved just... his transformation because yeah. they didn't try to make him a hero they made him an anti-hero they made him somebody who doesn't want the villains to win yeah. but he's no hero that's an excellent point like I he's like got that. his own methods he's outside of the avengers and the guardians and stuff yeah. he 
Well, he would have been. Yeah. All right. And then finishing up what you're saying. Thanos choked him out in 2018. Yeah. What you're saying about Pre Vizsla, yes, they, uh, Maul challenged him. And, you know, Maul is just, he doesn't have any loyalty to anyone. Like, he is really there to just get power, as much power as he can, right? And he does challenge Pre Vizsla to a fight. And yes, you're right. Vizsla loses. Maul is now the leader of Mandalore, and he's wielding a dark saber. All right, and then Lego Clone Wars faces were terrifying, especially Palpatine. Okay, all right, okay. So let's move on. So we know Maul is the leader of of Mandalore. Maul returns back to Dathomir. Now let's see. Let's talk about what's going on in Dathomir. There's a lot happening on Dathomir. Um, I want to show you this book. This is the See if we get this. All right, move Sons it here. This is Darth Maul, Sons of Dathomir. This is a graphic novel that um, covers, I believe, four or five issues of the Darth Maul series. Yeah, it's actually a Clone Wars arc that never made it into the show. Exactly right. I wish we got it in season seven. Yeah. So apparently, the this. This graphic novel is made up of screenplays that were unproduced. They were supposed to be made into a Clone Wars episodes. They never got produced. So they decided to take the screenplay and create a graphic novel. All right. And now in this novel, and I don't think you see it anywhere in the in the Clone Wars episodes, this tells you how Mother Talzin reaches her end. You know, she comes to an end in this book. Oh, by so, the way, yeah. I just thought of something. Like, what if there was a story about a character who's seeing everything through their lens and seeing everything they do as being good, but then at the very end, we get a POV switch to one of the other characters and we find out that they're a villain and everything they've been doing has been causing chaos this entire time. Interesting. Okay. you have an example of that or is that just something... You just created. I mean, maybe Maul feels like he's justified. You know, he's causing all this destruction because Obi Wan cut off his legs and left him for dead. Yeah. I mean, I'd be upset too. So maybe he feels like, yeah, you know, I'm getting justice for what was done to me, even though he's not. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I see that Yoshi. Thank you so much, Yoshi. I know you can't stay, but you know, it was just wonderful to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be in touch. All right. Okay, let's do, let's go to Q and A. All right, let's see who else we have in the chat. What do we got? I'll see that book. Yes, Alex says agree that great villains don't need to be redeemable. The Joker is a great example. Absolutely right. Yes, the Joker. You know, I can never see the Joker becoming an antihero. I hope they don't. Well, I, well, I don't know. You know, there is Joker Two is coming out. You know, soon we'll see what happens. I feel like that kind of diminishes his character in a sense. Well, if you do it right, maybe not. Wikipedia says, "Can you redeem Marchion Rowe? How about that? I don't know. He's pretty. Mm -hmm. He's pretty evil. We'll, we'll see. I don't what know about him. He seems a little, little too evil. Yeah. So, all right, let's return to Dathomir. Now, here's what's going on. Now, remember, I said uh, at the beginning. The Emperor and Talzin don't like each other, all right, for, for obvious reasons. Um, the Emperor at this point has had enough of Mother Talzin. By the way, did uh, you know in the uh, the back of the comic there's a little uh, there's a there's a 
baby mall story that yes. everyone wants in lollipops. Right, yeah. I love that. Because the last frame is mother dolls and being dead. And then they're like, little mall, the quest for lollipops. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is, you know, I, I, I can highly recommend this book, Son of Dathomir. Mm. All right. But, okay. So they don't like each other. You know, Palpatine and, and Talzin. He, Bad blood. Yeah. So Palpatine at this point has said, you know what? I'm done with her. Um, we need to get rid of her. So he sends Dooku, right, and, and General Grievous. General Grievous to go to Dathomir. All right, and there is a showdown, a, a, a big deal. Um, and when Dooku gets there, this is when Talzin tells him exactly what happened. So Dooku doesn't know the whole story. He didn't even know that Maul was her son. Yeah, he so actually she, had no idea right. that he was even replaced. Like he had no clue he was a replacement to Maul. Right. Yeah. I. You know, it's 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 sad that you know you know when when Palpatine he didn't thought that Maul anymore. was gone, like he just erased him from his memory and didn't talk about him and didn't say anything about him. I mean, he raised this little boy, you know, to be, you know, him, you know, and at some point, Timothy Himson. Yeah, and maybe at some point, you know, I was thinking that maybe the emperor was thinking long term because you know if you're training someone at a very young age, this you expect them to be like a like a destruction machine. Well, right. I mean, and you an have absolute unit. And you have so many years to groom them to be who you want them to be, and by the time Maul is a grown man, I mean he had all these years of of Sith training and force wielding, and you know so. Palpatine knew exactly what he was doing because he wanted to make sure that he had someone in place um, like Maul when Order 66 happened. Now, you know, things didn't turn out as expected. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, I don't, I don't think Palpatine had any um, talked about, I don't, I don't think he had any interest and having Talzin be his apprentice because he wanted to groom somebody young, you know, train them up. So that's what happened. All right. Okay. So now we're back <laughs> on Dathomir, like I said, and Talzin, you know, there's a battle between Talzin and, and Dooku and Grievous. What she's trying to do now, I mean, it's gotten so bad that she told her son, Maul, you need to run. You need to go. You need to leave Dathomir. You can't stay. And, you know, Maul is saying, no, I want to help you. And she uses the force and pushes him back and says, get out of here. And Get out of my right, house! And, and at, at the moment, you know, she's using her dark magic. And and Dooku is using the force lightning and they're battling. And then all of a sudden, Grievous comes out of nowhere. Grievous said, double shit! And strikes with the final blow. And then that's the end of Mother, Mother Tolson. Mother Tolson turned into an old rock. Yeah, she is one with the spice. All right. Cracked like. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's. Do we have more Q and A or? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's what happens. So Tolson is gone. Okay. All right. Now, what's next for Maul? Crimson Dawn. Well, right be now, right before that. The Siege of Mandalore. We talked about this, right? Yeah, basically, bit. Maul decided, I'm going to go back to Mandalore, rule them. That did not work out well, because Ahsoka, Rex, and the 501st ended up taking him out. 
even though Ahsoka and Maul actually had to uh, team up to escape a little bit. Yeah, right. They weren't exactly friends, but they weren't enemies at the time being. And enemy's enemy is an ally. Exactly, exactly. And by the way, we are live on Instagram. I, I failed to say that at the beginning. Live Thank you so much IG. for those of you who are watching on Instagram. This is wonderful. Yeah, so the Siege of Mandalore. Now that was the, uh, the the final four episodes of season seven of the Clone Wars, right? That was it was like a movie, you know. It was like a, it, yeah. it was huge. It was wonderful, right? You and, know how when Darth Maul's on that spotty Skype call with Kira at the end of Solo, yes. why did he ignite his lightsaber? I know that's on a, a question. video conference. I don't know. Like, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna hurt her? Like, he. I mean, that's like me pulling out my work suit during a Zoom call, right? right? All right, let's get to that. All right, so we know what happens to the Siege of Mandalore. We talked about it before. The 501st, you know, showed up and, you know, handled it. Ahsoka, Captain Rex That's was like there. me bringing a burger to McDonald's. Yes, and then Maul flee Mandalore. He is gone. Maul decided Nowhere. peace. Yep, he, he left. He couldn't he stand did. the heat. And uh, I believe he left behind the Darksaber, right? Because we know in Rebels... Uh, Sabine picks up the dark side. Yeah, I think he Mandalore. left it in his hut on, yeah. on Dathomir or something. Oh, was it Dathomir where he left it? Okay. I'm not actually sure where he left it. Okay, yeah. It was I either Mandalore back. or Dathomir. Or I think it was Mandalore because he would have had no reason to return to Dathomir. Well, as a matter of fact, do you recall now Solo? It's been a long time since I've seen Solo. So let's talk about Crimson Dawn. When he said he ignited the lightsaber, it wasn't the dark saber, right? It, it was, was a, his uh, double bladed. It saber. was a double bladed. Okay, so I believe at the time. Um, he might have already left the dark saber. I'm sure he didn't want that somewhere legacy. Else. Right. So he didn't have the dark saber at the time. He Wait, left didn't it. Maul and Obi Wan fight? Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to that and too. Didn't Obi Wan defeat him? Yes, Keith. But we were so skipping Obi-Wan around. Obi Wan should have the dark saber then, because the rules of the but, dark saber no. are that it should be one trial by combat. Maul won it from pre Vizsla. And then Obi-Wan defeated Darth Maul in combat, so he should have the Darksaber. Maul left it behind, and then Sabine found it, so she's not worthy, and then she gave it to Bo-Katan, <laughs> wait, okay. and she's not worthy. Oh, hold on, Key. Wait a second. Now, now well, okay, when... All right, we're going to get to the final battle between Obi-Wan and, and, and Maul. But Maul, when they were battling on Tatooine, Maul didn't have the Darksaber. He uses double-bladed lightsaber. Yeah. Right, so he... so. He didn't have possession of it, so you, yeah. So you can't say that Obi Wan now deserves the dark saber. Even he did, because the whole point of the dark saber is if you fight somebody in combat with the dark saber. Yeah, Maul but he didn't fought have the with dark the dark saber on Mandalore. Yeah, but okay, but when he was fighting, yeah, but I'm talking about Obi-Wan. on Mandalore. Okay, all right. Obi Wan defeated. Oh, him you on mean Mandalore. okay? Not on Tatooine. You're talking about Mandalore. Okay, yeah, Obi Wan gotcha. defeated okay. him on Mandalore. Right. He didn't kill him, but you don't have to. Obi-Wan defeated him, and he also defeated him again on Tatooine, so really Obi-Wan should be the one with the saber here. I have to go back and, and, and check that out. I don't recall. That she's not worthy that she gave it to Bo-Katan, and All right, she's well, not worthy. Will you stop saying they're not worthy? And he's not, not worthy. worthy. Okay, wait and a second. And then he gave he, it to Bo-Katan, and she's not worthy. You, so you're getting out of hand here. Okay. Not worthy? Wait, it should go to Vader. <laughs> Why Vader? Because Vader beat Obi-Wan. Oh, Okay. All right, let's let's. Oh, but then Vader beat himself, oh my... so the dark saber's kind of soft locked. Okay, I think we're let's head back to Crimson Dawn. Oh. All right, so we're talking about Crimson Dawn, right? Um, so 
Crimson Dawn again, you know, so the Shadow Collective, you know, that that failed. You know, the Pikes and the Black Sun didn't want nothing to do, didn't want anything to do with, with Maul. Uh, so he had to create a new organization, all right? So, and that's Crimson Dawn. And Crimson Dawn, we've done, you know, War of the Bounty Hunters, so we know about their their operation. It was actually, at the time, the leader was Dryden Voss, right? Yeah, then, then Dryden Voss then, didn't last long. No, 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 he bit the dust, and then... Another one bites the dust. And Kira took over, and then that's the scene that you, you saw at the end and of the... Maul dipped at some point. Yeah, well, that's what you saw at the end. So, and that was a you know a surprise cameo, and no one saw this coming that Maul was going to be in Solo, a Star Wars story. So that was pretty cool. All right, so he is now the head of Crimson Dawn. However, in the back of his mind, Obi Wan was still there. Kenobi, Obi, yes, Kenobi. He cannot get rid of Kenobi. This was a thorn in his side. He needed to finally fight. And beat Kenobi so he decides, one last time. Forget about it, and he goes to Tatooine and he seeks yes. out Obi Wan. Right, and he is right there, about to fight him, and all of a sudden, Obi Wan pulls out a one-two-three combo. Yes, and slices Maul's lightsaber. It was quick, and Maul just crumbles. Yeah, it was. You know, it. Maul folded like a Motorola. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't even know you knew what a Motorola is or I was. Do. Okay. So you flip phone. Okay. A Motorola. Okay. Nineties much? Eh, okay. No, they had them in the two thousands. They shouldn't have. Okay. I had a Motorola. I think everybody did. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. At one point, you know, I think everybody had a flip phone. I just had it much longer than I needed to have one, but <laughs> but I have one. <laughs> I, I got teased for that. But anyway. All right. Ball was softer than a blackberry. Oh, okay. All right. Get it? The phone? Yes, I get it. I get it. You, <laughs> That's you the are, wrong fruit. You are on point tonight. Okay. So, and so now. Maul bruised like an apple. This Maul comes to a tragic end. All right. Now, Maul is a great character. Okay. And I am. He brought so, like an Acer charging cord. And I am so glad that they. You know, the creators, whoever decided to bring Maul back. It started I'm and so ended glad with Kenobi. He did come back because he there was a lot of stories to tell regarding Maul. And great um, ones. Yeah, and I, I, I believe he's one of the, the the best characters ever made for Star Wars. Uh, definitely one of the best villains. Maybe a top five villain. He's really pretty goat. He's really pretty yeah, goat. He is the goat. He is the goat. So, and like I said... He didn't need to redeem himself. He was just evil from the very beginning. Well, you know, he was trained to be evil, you know, so I can't say no one is born evil, but he was trained and um, it stayed with him. And it was the anger that fueled him throughout his life. And it was the anger that actually destroyed his life in the end. So very tragic character, a wonderful storyline. Here's my question. Now, you remember in Ahsoka, the series, right? Uh, Thrawn is loading the Chimera with these pods. Okay. What are they called pods? Something that they were loading onto the Cargo. Cargo. All right. So do you think... Do you think in this cargo could be the remains of Maul and they're taking him back 
to Dathomir to revive him? Mm, Is no. that possible? I'll be honest. Okay. I think reviving Maul twice yeah. would end up coming off as a cheap play more than it would be a strategic idea. Because reviving Maul the first time was already quite a stretch. They took a risk and it really paid off. But reviving him a second time would cheapen it a bit. I didn't feel like he... At this point, Maul just can't die, you know. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. can literally watch him fold like a Motorola, and he's not gone. Yeah, and he comes back. And we can yeah. watch him fall down a reactor shaft, and he's still here. Yeah. So reviving him would end up coming off a bit as, like, a, 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 a fake-out yeah. from, like, yeah. Five years ago. I, I like his tragic ending on Tatooine. I think it was very fitting that the person that he, he's been wanting to defeat for so many years, he could never beat. And he was defeated by that same person. Mostly because Obi-Wan had places to be after Rebels. Well, right. And, and Obi-Wan, over the years, he just got stronger and stronger in the Force. You know what I mean? So there was no way Maul was going to take him down. Um, but yeah, but to bring, if you if you were to bring Maul back, then you would think, okay, all of that for nothing. And then, you know, the, the nice sisters or the great mothers can bring back anybody. I don't want that to happen. So I'm hoping that's not the case. But, you know, I want to throw that question out there to, you know, anyone who is watching or listening right now. Do you think it's possible that the nice sisters could revive Darth Maul? All right. Yeah. So I hope not. You so, know Alex, what? yeah, go ahead. Um, so Maul died in a, let's say, 2ABY. Um, yeah, that's about So right. by okay. now, it'd be almost 20 years after he died by the time we reach Ahsoka. If he were to return. So if he returns, yeah. these are like 15-year-old ashes. Well, we're, okay, we're not talking about ashes. Yeah, I, but you I'm know, like, but these are 15 year old remains of somebody who was already kind of old. Well, yeah, but you know, with, you know, their with their magic, their powers, their dark magic. Wikipedia, I got something we don't, to tell you. We okay. don't know exactly. Stay on a little bit longer. We don't know exactly how it works. Um, but I think they can probably restore him to his glory or to, you know, when he was at his peak. I don't know, but Again, it's not something I want to see happen. I, I, I don't want to see Maul because I think he had a great storyline, um, very tragic ending, and which is the way it should be. Um, but we'll see. You know, it's just very interesting that we never got an answer to the question: What was in the cargo? What are they carrying? You know, all this time, you know, they've been, you know, spending three, four episodes loading this ship, you know, with this cargo, but they never told us what's what's in it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Wikipedia, if you're if you're still here, just chat us real quick, please. Okay. Please, I really to... have something to tell you okay. guys. Do you have to tell them right now, or do you rather tell them right offline? now? Okay. All right. Oh boy. All right. So, uh, yeah. So let me know what you think. You know, is it possible that Maul can return? All right, in season two of Ahsoka. Okay. So now, when we meet again, when we talk about Star Wars again, we are going to talk about Asajj Ventress. Oh, yeah, we are. Yes, we are. It's in the notes. Oh, we're doing. Yeah, we were doing Flash. Well, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Let's finish up Dathomir. So we're going to talk about Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Uh, we're going to talk about Asajj Ventress. Keith, you're throwing me off. 
we're going to talk about Asajj, all right? Because she is Dathomirian. So, you know, we're talking about Dathomir. So she has a very good, well, you know, I mean, she's a great character. She's got a story arc to tell. So can't wait to talk about that, okay? Uh, so now this coming Sunday, you know, Loki season three. So that's fine. I uh, want to tell you that this book, Star Wars, 40 stories, certain point of view. We've read it. We've listened to the audio. We studied it. All right. So now this is coming out. We don't have a, a, a day set yet as to when we're going to discuss it, but we're not going to talk about all 40 stories, obviously, but we're going to pick our top 10 favorite stories from Star Wars, a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, look, magic. Yes. Watch this. Okay, what's magic? So look, you can, you can see my hand right here. Yes. Right okay. There. Now remember. Now, watch this. Okay. Your hand is behind your back. Yes. And then what? That's it. You can't see the rest of my hand. Oh, okay. All right. Same I thought you were gonna look. I thought you were doing uh you know uh Ben Skywalk, you know, you pull out the lightsaber from behind your back. Okay. All right, so Wikipedia. Did I call him Ben Skywalker? It's Ben Solo, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. So Wikipedia, I have something for you guys. So you know yes. how on Wikipedia there's a whole bunch of pages for everything. How about you have a page on the homepage for like Star Wars puns or Star Wars dad jokes for people to use? Because I am going to torment everybody in my gifted class with every single Star Wars pun that I can get my hands on. Could, could you do that? You know what? I will help you. I will help you write Star Wars puns for the Wikipedia website if you'll let me. What do you think, Jordan? I don't know. Is it possible? You know, we'll talk about it some more. <laughs> Alex says, I like your jokes, puns. Yeah. All right. Pretty cool. That's a good idea. We'll see. All right. So, Keith, you mentioned about The Flash. So, Keith, if you don't know, is a big fan of The Flash. Okay. Truly a big fan. So, you know, Keith has been talking about, ever since we saw The Flash movie, you know, Keith can't stop talking about that film now the flash movie I, and we're not going to talk about it now right because you know gonna gonna, you, just, just you know how a, i ran you know yes, how i uh, ranted rave about how awful the flash movie was <laughs> yeah well now i'm gonna turn that into an episode and get the watch hours for that okay all right and i think next episode i think i'm gonna do something about season five i think season five is honestly very overhated in the community really but uh they could have picked a better villain. Okay. And we did have a lot of plot lines. So I think I'm going to do a review on that and Cicada and Cicada 2 and okay. stuff and Nora and how the timeline is malleable, but it shouldn't be. All right. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but you are at some point going to do a comparison between the film and the series, right? Because some of the, the, the storylines in, in both are very similar. And you're going so to Flash look at these. So Flash season three and yeah. the Flash movie right. are carbon copies of each other. Right. Okay. And you're going to discuss, you know, if one did it better than the other and why. Okay. All right. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And so I that's... think I might even do something about like the other seasons. Okay. We'll see. All Ooh. right. I should do an episode on crisis and how much I disliked that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that shouldn't this, have been this, that funny. This is Keith 
full of dislikes. All right. So get ready. All right. Infinite wells in the multiverse, and we're stuck with the one who took them all out. And then, uh, Cisco as I, Ramon, twenty twenty. Yeah, as, as I said you know, at the beginning, um, I don't believe there's going to be any new Star Wars for the rest of the year. So what we're doing is we're going to be reaching out to other guests, content creators, who knows, maybe authors. You know, we're working out. We're working out some things, and we're going to bring some people back uh, between now and the end of the year to just discuss Star Wars 2023. You know, what were their favorite moments? You know, favorite oh, characters? God. or Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. You know, just no. have a wrap-up of what we've seen this past year. I, if I'm going to do an episode of Crisis, i got to watch all of Crisis. Okay. So the only thing about the Arrowverse... This is still Star Wars. I know. The only thing about the Arrowverse is that it is absolute okay. torture. Okay. Don't give it away. No, but I'm just saying, the only thing about the Arrowverse is that it is absolute torture to watch on streaming because there's about six different shows. Like, you got Arrow, then The Flash, and Supergirl, Legends, Black Lightning, and Batwoman. And you got to watch all of those shows to understand the crossovers because each one of these shows has a different part of the crossover. Oh, boy. Okay. So, this... The Flash has, has the uh, middle part of the crossover. And okay. I only watched that one, and I went to a, I went to the uh, Arrowverse wiki and read the Cliff's Notes version yeah. of the rest of Crisis. It's a doozy, and I I don't I don't know about it. Yeah. But this sounds I, overwhelming. Yeah, it's very overwhelming. Okay, and well, the whole point of Crisis is that the entire multiverse is in danger. There's a dude called the Anti Monitor who wants to reset the. Uh, the multiverse and make his own universe where everybody is uh under his rule. Okay. All right. So Can we every single universe gets wiped out and every other show joins together into one massive world called Earth Prime where every superhero and every character we know to the Arrowverse is, yeah. except for all the Wells various we don't for some be reason here for one more got hour. channeled into Indiana Jones. Okay. But Played by Tom Cavan. All right, yeah. All right, so let's save it, okay? All right, as we get more Q and A coming, version of Tom Cavanaugh. While we're waiting for any uh, last Q and A key, where can people find us? You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, our socials, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fathers and Galaxy. Website FathersandGalaxy.com. Shout out to all our patrons: Broaxium, John H, and Mary B. Woo! Thank you so much. All right. Yep. Um, We're looking for more patrons. Yeah, these yeah. mugs—they're very nice, very sturdy. Yeah. So yeah, and and then yeah. Okay. Check that out off our merch store. Yes. yes. Anything else? And uh, donate to our Patreon. Okay. All right. And we're on the the socials, so you'll be able to find us. Yeah, we I said have, that. I, okay, email I think address. I said that. Okay. Did all I? right. It, it went very fast. I don't know. Okay. So all right. by the way. There's like six variants of the same person. Okay. Uh, the funny part is they brought back the any more season Q &A. two wells for season four. Okay. So it was it was it was Doctor Harrison Wells who took the. Who, Thank you. The box animations. Are you? You must be new. Thank you so much. Welcome. All right. Hi guys. Big fan of the channel. I love for you guys to watch Star Wars fan film series I made. Send us information. All about right, it. absolutely you know what? love Maybe to watch. Maybe we'll have it. you on the show. Yeah, thank so basically, you. Basically, used to be Doctor Harrison Wells, but he 
died like in the 2000s. We're still talking about Star Wars. Thawne okay. took his appearance and he pretended right. to be Dr. We Wells. Are going to and then there was Harry and HR and Harry again and Sherlock. We and don't then there want was to be Aaron here Wells for another four hours and Sunny to talk Wells about the and Wells 2.0. All right. So and everyone, did I say Sherlock that is yet? it. HR is the best. Thank you. And then there was We're Nash. Doing our podcast. Then there was Timeless okay. Wells. We'll see you on Sunday, okay? So until next time, take care. And we and will we'll see, see you again. again. I like talking.